When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another bomb episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. I am your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey as long as you are willing to work for it. Today we have an OG, triple OG, big boss in the building, virtually, of course. Y'all, she needs no introduction, but I'm going to go ahead and give her one so we can put some respect on her name. This is Mia Ray, a mompreneur, fashion and lifestyle blogger, the big boss behind the Glamaholic Lifestyle brand. And if you don't have a bag, I know you didn't seen a bag out here in these streets. I couldn't even, listen, I tried to run down and get all of them. I got so many, y'all. My husband be like, if another bag show up at this house. I'm pulling your car. Okay, I'm pulling your car. Luckily, he has not done it yet because I think I got one of every collection, every drop. I grabbed me at least one or two and not even because I need another bag, but there's something that it just does something to my spirit to be able to support this Black woman's brand. So shout out to you, Mia Ray, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you Listen. for having me. You are welcome. And you know what else? I don't know how, how you've done this. We're going to talk about it. But you've created like this sensation around being able to get these bags. Like the first time I, I wasn't able to get a bag the first time. So the first time that I was able to get a bag, I had to buy like I think I bought like eight. I bought as many. Seriously, I bought as many as I could. I still have a couple of them. I've been, you know, like gifting them for, for Christmas gifts. I've given them away at some of my events. And when I tell you the people are so excited because they weren't able to get a bag either. I figured out I figured out the secret. Y'all. I ain't going to share it with how I be getting a bag. But it's a method to the madness. OK, it's definitely a method to the madness. So shout out to you. listen, it, you like I don't even know how y'all be doing it either. But we be doing it. We be getting them. Um, and it's, it's literally like a not only a statement piece. But it's like a conversation starter. I've been in the airport. I've been on airplanes several times when people are like, oh, I see you with your Glamour Holly bag. Or they hold up their bag to it. We like, yeah, girl. So it's literally like this. I don't want to say cult because there's such a negative connotation when you say cult. But there is such a community that you have been able to build, um, which I just love. You know, I just love. So I got to give you your flowers um, while I have the opportunity to do that. So congratulations on just being able to do the damn thing. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I worked really hard. I, worked Listen, really I know. Hard. I, I know. And we're going to talk about it because it isn't just something that happened. You know, it isn't just something, even if the people are new to you, it's not, you ain't new to this. <laughs> and so I want to kind of, you know, go back and talk about your humble beginnings for how the OG got her start. So take us back to to, to little Mia, because you, you big Mia now, but take us back to, to, to the old days. Well, I like to say that I am like such a dinosaur because this is my 13th year, you know, mm -hmm. so when people see or like give like the background that you just gave, it took me 13 years to make this a sensation, you know, it didn't happen overnight. And it really started from my lifestyle and fashion blog. Um, I'm retired now, I'm no longer a blogger, <laughs> but um, that is where it started. Uh, I started Confessions of a Glamaholic in 2009, and I literally sat at my computer every day and I talked to myself. You know, I talked about the things that I like to wear, the things that were on my wish list, the things that I wish that I could afford, or how I took this one outfit and remixed it five different ways because I was so broke. That was the best that I could do. You know, I had no money. And I really used the blog as the vessel to get to Glamaholic Lifestyle, but it really happened because I wasn't making money from blogging. You know, this is 13 years ago. It wasn't like it is now on Instagram where you could say, hey, pay me to post this or, you know, things like that. I had, you, literally, you literally had to get it out the mud, as the kids say. And my first year of blogging, I made no money. So I said, I have to find something to sell to my readers because if not, <laughs> this ship is sinking, you know? <laughs> so I met a friend who had um, a manufacturer in China doing something that he was doing totally separate from anything that I had my eye on. And I'm like, hey, I'm so tired of lugging my my laptop and all my books and notebooks around. Can you make a bag for me? And he was like, make it yourself. And I was like, I don't know nothing about making no bags. <laughs> you know? But the thing about it was, you know, I always had a love for fashion. I knew I wanted to be in the fashion industry some type of way. I just didn't know how. I just didn't know what. And lo and behold, it was bags, making bags. And that's literally how it started. I had no money. And I started this with pre-order. Mm. This was, yeah, this was when glam totes were $50. So I posted, I took a picture on my iPhone, put a little, you know, some words across the photo and said pre-order now. And they did. Like and they did. Yeah. Let's talk about the let's talk about why they did though, because the fact that you started this blog not to make money, because obviously you weren't making money at the time, you were really just talking about what you were passionate about. You were being your authentic self. And I was not around in those days, but I've heard about those days. And what I hear about those days is the connection that people had to you, the relatability that you had, because you say you were talking to yourself, but you were literally talking to so many other women who were just like you. So many women who were like, yo, I got to make this work. Like what, whatever this is, this one outfit, yeah. I got to figure out how to make it the flyest one outfit that I got. And I know that a lot of your content um, was around helping people like on a budget. Like how can we look like we balling on this budget? How can we make the most of the money we don't have? And 
a lot of times, you know, people think that they got to start with all of this stuff, but you literally started with what you had and were able to grow it into a multi-million dollar brand. So again, just got to give you your flowers for not starting this to even make money, but really starting it doing what you love. And I think because you started with doing what you love, people could feel the love. And so when you did, you know, finally put a price tag on something, they like, yo, where do we pay? Because yeah. you, you helped us to save some money. You helped us figure out how to make some money. And now we we want to sew that back into you. And your success is, is a testament to, to what you were able to do of those seeds that you were sowing yeah. 13 years ago. And so I love that you didn't just talk about it like your testimony and what we are seeing now is literally just proof that when you are pouring into people, because that's all you were doing, right? <laughs> you were pouring into people, not even knowing. You probably didn't even know what you were doing at the time. I did. You, you were doing what naturally came to you. And I feel like those are the businesses that are lasting. Those and not just businesses, but you've built a brand. Like it don't matter if you sell it. I don't need another suitcase, baby. I do not need another suitcase. I don't need a makeup bag. I don't need a jewelry case, but I got them because you have created this culture where people not only want what you got, but they want it because they want to support you. And I think that it comes from us knowing that you didn't start this thing just, just to make money. Like you were literally just pouring your love um, into those blogs and and now you're pouring your love into these bags and we can feel it and we want a part of it so so you were really creating the community before the social media thing before you know it, it was like the popular or the cute thing to do and so for anybody out there that's listening that feels like well I don't even know where to start like start with your heart because I Absolutely. feel like that's what you did. Like that is truly what you did. What what advice or or words of encouragement can you offer to somebody who might be doing what they're passionate about right now, but they're not profitable? I would definitely say because even leading into or piggybacking off of what you just said, I was completely clueless. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know an entrepreneur. Like no one in my family is an entrepreneur. I was genuinely genuinely doing what I felt from my heart to do and I wanted to share and I also people always ask me what do I feel like my purpose in life is and I feel like my purpose is to make women feel comfortable with being themselves you know because that's something that I pride myself in I'm not the prettiest I'm not the skinniest I'm not the smartest I'm not the you know the list could go on and on but I'm me you get what I'm saying and I like me you know so I really wanted people to feel comfortable and in the situation or the space that they're in because no, I didn't have money, but I could still look nice. I showed up in every room with my head held high with my little Fever 21 dress on, you know, <laughs> that I didn't remix five times. But to get back to your question, I feel like people need to focus on what it is that they genuinely want to put out into the world. You know, it's not really about what people want to see. And I always tell people this, I don't do like polls and say, hey, what do you guys want to see from me this week? It's like, this is what I have to offer you. If you build it, they will come. You know, this is what I have to offer to the world. And I want people and those people who uh, gravitate to it, relate to it, understand it, who feel it, who vibe with it, they come, you know, and the people who don't, those aren't my people. I don't worry about my people. I mean, those people, I worry about my people. So I, I want people to understand that 
if you're passionate about something and it's not profitable at this time, you have to keep that ball rolling. You have to keep it going because what's the timeline on it? You know, I always tell people, you would never do what I did. It took 10 years for me to blow. So you would have gave up on your number two. I did not have a car. <laughs> I did not have a house. You know, all these list of things that people put on their list of goals, I didn't have, but I kept going. And now I could do any and everything I want. But the fact of the matter is, I think it was Oprah I was listening to one time. And she said, if you'll do it for free, that's when you know it's your passion. If you'll do something over and over, you get up every day, not making a dollar. <laughs> that's when you know you're passionate about it. The money, it'll come. But the passion is what drives it. Mm -hmm. And I love that you, you know, you, you talk about the fact that it was 10 years in the making because we, we gotta, you have to be able to start, even though you don't know what that finish is going to look like, or even though you don't really, you know, we have an idea of this timeline. And like you said, most of us is like, if, yo, if I ain't figured it out in two years, this ain't for me, but you stayed down for your own dream. And you, you know, you were willing to do the work, even when you weren't seeing the results, you know, right away. And so if anybody, you know, if God literally came down and told you, yo, I know it's looking rough at year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, but by year 10, this thing is going to blow in such a way that it's going to blow your mind. Anybody would sign up for that, but you yeah. got to be willing to sign up for the unknown. You got to be willing to bet on yourself in such a way that you know it's going to blow. And That's whether right. it's year 10 or year 20, tell me, was it worth it, Mia? What you are experiencing right now, would you do it all over again to get here? And, and I know you got more coming, so you ain't even at the top of the mountain yet, but would you be willing to do those rough days, those no car days? I think you were living in like the, the attic or, you know, your mama's like, would you be willing to do that over again to get to this, to this point? In a heartbeat, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. You know, I just posted my Forbes, my second Forbes interview oh, and good. I, <laughs> thank you. And I told people in that moment, I remember being on my knees crying, like I can't even pay my light bill, like on my knees, like what? I remember sending my son, I didn't want him to miss out on like a summer camp. I had no, I had to buy a plane ticket. I get to Washington DC. I probably had like $232 in my bank account. And I sat in a hotel and I'm like, what is going on? Like it's things that people don't know that I went through and how I just wouldn't give up. I couldn't believe, like just some stuff that I remember. I'm like, girl, was you crazy? Like, Yes, you, you had to be crazy enough to keep going. It takes a little bit of crazy. It takes a little bit of crazy to keep going in the situations that I was in. And I'm like, all right, cool. I cry, I take me a nap, I get up, I get back to work. So would I do it again? I would do it in a heartbeat. Cause everything, and I'll tell you why, Every single thing that happened and occurred, it was for a reason. It is literally what led me to this very moment. It was for a reason. I needed every single ounce of everything that happened to me. I do it again. It, all of it was a part of it. All of it was a part of it. And I definitely have to just say that mindset, like we haven't talked about mindset, but outside of even like 
reading the books and you know doing the things to to develop your mindset yeah that little bit of crazy that it takes to keep going that is the mindset like that's it it's knowing that knowing and believing that god has something greater for you like i don't even know what it is i can't describe it i can't even yes. imagine it right now because i know back then you couldn't even imagine like if somebody would have told you if somebody would have just showed you a vision, you would have been like girl stop playing so the mindset piece of because everybody thinks it's skill set like i gotta have what everybody got in order to do it but no you gotta have the mindset that I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to keep going even when I don't know how I'm going to keep going. Even when it seems like it's not working out. Even when it feels like God didn't forget about me. Like I'm yes. going to keep going because I didn't forget about me. And I didn't forget about, you know, the promise that he made me. And so I, I love it for you, Mia. I can't lie. It's like I say I wasn't around in those days, but I feel like, yo, this is my homegirl. And I feel like that's what people love about you is you make people feel like, this is my homegirl and I'm going to support whatever it is that she has going on because you have remained, you know, true to yourself. You have remained humble. I don't really know how you remain humble because if I was doing the numbers, I'm just going to tell you, if I was doing the numbers like you doing the numbers, I don't know if I'm going to be that humble, Mia. I don't know if I'm going to do it. And why I ain't got it yet because I don't know how to act. But you, you you, make people want to, you know, support you and, and, and yeah. just throw their money at you. Um, and, and again, I know that, you know, your mindset being able to push through, yeah. um, yeah. that, that was definitely part of it. Do you have like a book that you can reference or something, a, a podcast? I know you mentioned Oprah, but is there something that you can share that someone who right now, like they know that they're meant to do something, they might not even know what that something is, but they know that they need to work on their mindset in order to figure it out. Is there some some resource that you can offer or share that has helped you along the way? I mean, outside of the Bible, <laughs> because, you know, just knowing that the power of the tongue and the mindset and just believing. I always say I had this feeling. I know it's the Holy Spirit telling me to keep going, you know. So it's like you have this feeling. Something is in you telling you to keep going. Don't stop. I had mm -hmm. that time after time after time and i look back i'll be like that's what that was that you know but I, a lot of people when it comes to the books it's like and kind of like what you said you can read every book in the library if you don't even you it's kind of like it's gonna go in one ear and out the other i've read plenty of books um i remember when i first started maybe in year number two three maybe i read the secret you know, and a lot, I know somebody told me it's like the secret is like the Bible. It just takes the religion out of things. And I can see that. But also the secret is about just what you believe, what you speak, what you, you know, bring around you. And those things kind of helped me to in the beginning stages realize like, OK, it's time for me to start maybe uh, focusing my attention to the things that I really want out of life. You know, um, I remember Oprah was the first person that told me to, and I always say, told me like she told me. I was going to say, come on, speak it, because she's going to be telling you. She's going to be telling you. <laughs> That's my auntie. Uh, but she was the first person I ever heard talk about a vision board. And I started that vision board uh, when I first began my business. And I look at it now and it's like, I really got damn near everything on that vision board you know um i remember reading the four agreements mm. i absolutely love the four agreements and i think um 
sometimes when I apply those things, those are the things that separates me from other people. I don't take a lot of things personal. Girl, that was um, we got we about to get into it because I'm, I'm glad you said it for everyone because that literally leads me into my next question. But go ahead, I'm gonna let yeah. you finish though. You, you know, I don't take things personal. Um, that book really like lay out a mindset type of checklist, I should say, mm -hmm. of how I maneuver through life and through business. But um, what really like started this for me was Kamora Lee Simmons' Fabulosity when I was still working my nine to five. I had that book on my desk and I read it every day and I said, this is the life I want. Mm -hmm. This is how I want to live. This right here. And I remember getting up from my desk one day and going to tell my supervisor I was putting in my two weeks and I was like, I'm out of here. I ain't had a job since. <laughs> I love it. I ain't had a job since. And and you, at that time when you gave that notice, you probably didn't even know what the next two weeks look like, but you knew you had a vision though, because that book gave you just a little glimpse of what was possible. And for a lot of people, like you said, we don't come from family of, of entrepreneurs. We don't come from just the glitz and the glam. And so we don't think it's possible for ourselves because we haven't ever seen it. And sometimes it takes a book. It takes a movie. It takes you know, something for you to be able to see what's, if it's possible for them, it's possible for you, but that's you just right. got to be able to see it. Um, and vision boards, that is the, that's the magic behind vision boards. It's like being able to see it, you know, and imagining it and envisioning it and then putting yourself in that picture and knowing that it's possible. Um, so yes, the secret, amazing. If you, if you ain't a book reader, you can watch it. Um, yeah. you can put, I think on Netflix, YouTube, yeah. Google it, you'll find it. And then the four agreements is definitely a game changer. One of those agreements is, you know, not to take anything personally. And so I wanted to ask you because a part of the elevation, a part of becoming, you like a household name for the black girls at this point. <laughs> right? A part of that though, it's a gift and a curse, right? The gift is we see the gift, right? The the curse that we don't always see or, you know, something that comes along with it is like the haters. Because as many people that are singing your praises is always somebody that's trying to tear you down. Absolutely. How do you deal with that side of it? And, you know, I obviously I follow you and I feel like the people who ride for you, they ride for you. And so you don't have people talking crazy in your comments. Well, I don't know if you do, but I don't ever see people talking crazy in your comments. I see the people singing your praises, but I know that there are some people out there talking crazy. They exist. How, handle it. How do you handle the haters that come with the success? One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'll tell you this little backstory. So I was a teen mom. I had my first child at 17. So pregnant at 16, it was the first day of school. And I'm sitting at the kitchen table with my big mom and I'm crying. She said, you don't want to go to school, do you? I said, no. She said, you worried they're going to talk about you? I said, yeah. She said, they talked about Jesus. What you think they're going to do to you? And that moment, I still remember, my son is 20. I still remember that moment 21 years later of her saying that because they're going to talk about everybody. What makes me any different? You get what I'm saying? And a lot of times, this is the method that I have. A lot of people don't like themselves. So why in the world would they like me? (laughs) Why would they like me? (laughs) Because anyone who is loving and confident and successful and you know just supportive of people they're not sitting up talking about nobody so why should i even concern myself with the people who don't like themselves you know and it comes with the territory it's people who don't like beyonce which is crazy it's mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. <laughs> there are people who don't like oprah and i'm like oh no not oprah so why not me you know mm-hmm. i focus on my people i'm not talking to them the haters don't even, they're not even around me. Like, but you don't ever see something and you be like, okay, wait a minute. Like, you be thinking about the Twitter fingers, like, wait a minute, let me just get on my oh. burner page. You know, oh, your burner page, me and your. I be thinking about it sometimes. I be thinking, I need to, but then I'm like, you ain't got time for that. Like, the moment you give somebody some time for that, you just gonna get distracted. And I mean, then it's when you speak, to, if you ever, now nah, I've grown, like, People, my followers, they know I had Twitter fingers because my whole thing is you ain't coming over here with that. I don't bother you. You don't bother me like we're going to keep it cool. But <laughs> I've been there, done that. But as I've grown, it's like, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time to address someone that's sitting somewhere sad about their situation. I don't have time. I, I hope that you get the help that you need. I hope that your life starts changing. But right now, I got a whole to-do list and I don't have, I don't even have 10 seconds to give you a response, you know? So it's kind of like, I don't really pay too much attention to it. Um, I feel like social media is, it's made it so easy for people to just say something and then you respond and they're like, oh, I love you. I can't believe you responded to me. And it's like, oh, you poor thing. Like, is that what you want to get? No. (laughs) Okay. I don't remember that. I don't know that I'm, 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 I'm still in my growing. I'm still in the growing. I'm still in the growing. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, so, so you mentioned having a son at you know 17. You are a mom of two. What and they and and 
it's just mind blowing, you know, when you say you have a 20 year old, because it's like, yo, talk about not being a regular mom, being a cool mom. I know. Does he love it or is it like, mom? He does not, not want anybody to know I'm his mama. No. He's like, all the girls he acting like that. He's like, all the girls at school, they talk about you and they carry your bags. And it just, no. He's, no. He wants to be a man of, of his own. He does not want to well, be you a You gotta respect that, but. Come on, like, I'm, I'm like, you playing, you playing with it. But he has been, I know, because we just talked about, you know, not coming from a family of entrepreneurs. Yeah. So to not just come from a family of entrepreneurs, but to come from an entrepreneur, like literally, and to grow as you were growing, you know, in business. I just know that the things, the, the unsaid things, the unspoken things, the things that he's just naturally picked up. Yeah. Whether he realize it now or not, those things are, are invaluable. Those things are priceless. That whole, you know, getting it out the mud and seeing you being there with you, like, you know, getting it out the mud. And even I know, you know, the sacrifices that have come with it. Um, I know that he is just going to be like light years ahead of other people who are having to learn it in books or having to hire a coach to teach them to do yeah. things. And, you know, little Santana, I know he... He's getting to see, like, I know that he's been around for maybe some of the mud, but now he's definitely seeing, like, the glitter and the gold. So his experience was probably a little bit different. But yeah. what, there was one thing that you hope that they have gotten from just watching your journey. What would be that one thing? I think it would just be hard work. You know, um, I, I pride myself in being a hard worker. I pride myself in being someone who just won't give up. You know, I'm always looking for the solution. And I think when it comes to your children, well, I'll speak for myself. When it comes to my children, I want them to be able, and I say it all the time, I'm not going to be here for forever. So I want you to grasp on and hold on to what it is that you see out of from my life. And this came from faith and hard work. You know, I really want my children to be able to stand on their own when I'm no longer here. Even now, you know, I just want as a man, it's really, you know, it's something different when you're raising men, you know, I want my two black men to know how to stand on their own, be consistent, give your all. I don't care if, it, if you wanted to be a professional dog walker. I want you to be the best dog walker there is. I want you to set yourself apart from these other dog walkers to know that you yourself put your, your feet right in front of each other and made it happen. You know, so I really think that outside of the hard work, just humility. I want I, I, my children know that, you know, when it comes to life, money is not. You know, I don't really focus on the money. You know, I know I call myself money making me a ray and all that. I get that. But the fact of the matter is, is that I did this years on top of years, no money, you know, and the outcome was the abundance. But still, when it comes to being very humble and very strategic with how you maneuver through life and helping other people, that's what I really want my boys to really see. It's, it's about helping other people and making sure that you got, you know, a good head on your shoulders. You got you some sense, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, people climb and got to pull that rug from my, right up under you before mm -hmm. you know it. And life is really about, you know, just keeping your head on straight, working hard, 
being very, you know, connected with others and not just, you know, selfish and focusing on yourself. How do you navigate teaching them hard work, but then also having the resources to be able to like give them the moon and the stars? Woo. You know, that's a that's a juggle. That's a struggle. You know, now Munchie, that, that's my oldest. Uh, he was with me shooting in the gym. You know, it was a Christmas where I could only buy him five things. And he looked at me and he said, this is the best Christmas ever. And I was like, oh, my heart. Thank you, Jesus. You know, but the little one, oh, child, he liked to go to Miami. He liked to eat at Mr. Child's, you know. <laughs> Living his best life out here. Yeah, he's living a lifestyle, baby. <laughs> he is, you know, but he also knows that when it comes to like, he's such a loving person and he wants to help everybody. And I think he sees me doing that, you know, and he knows that it's about sharing and, you know, uh, taking people along with you, you know, never leaving your friends and your family behind, you know. So it's a bit of a struggle when it comes to. I always try to give Santana balance, you know, so he goes to a school where his tuition is a college tuition, but then on the weekends, he's just, you know, hanging out, being his regular self around family and friends. And, you know, I think that's the perfect balance for him because, you know, I don't ever want to say like, oh, I have to humble him because nobody ever tells rich white kids to humble themselves. You know, I got to keep him grounded. No, he can experience what it's like to be a black wealthy child, you know, but still had a balance because, listen, I don't care how much money I got, I'm still be. <laughs> I'm still as ghetto as they come. I'm still as hood as they come, you know, so he still got the mama that was raised on Dexter and Collinwood. You know, I haven't changed. You know, it's just the things that we are able to have access to now is a little different from when I was a kid and when Munchie was a kid. <laughs> Born and bred Detroit girl through and through. I love that you ride for your city. Um, and, and again, I love the evolution of what you've been able to do, what I've seen you do um, as far as Glamaholic lifestyle. What is your, like, where do you see Glamaholic? Do you see, is retail on your radar? Like, what is your ultimate, ultimate, before I die, this is where I want Glamaholic to be. Uh, <laughs> people ask me this all the time. And I think people think that I'm supposed to have an answer. And I'm just like, I'm I feel like this is just the beginning. You know? Course, <laughs> um, would I like it to be in retail stores? That would be, you know, an amazing thing. So starting something from my mom's attic to getting it into a retail store would be absolutely amazing. Um, I just really want Glamaholic Lifestyle to be a household name. The same way everybody loves them, a Kate Spade or a Tory Burch or anything. And I always say, I'm not asking you to exclude Louis Vuitton or Gucci, just include Glamaholic Lifestyle. You know, my thing is, I'm not saying that they aren't great designers or don't support them. Just include me. That's all I'm asking, you know. So if it was to be in retail, that would be great. That would be awesome. Um, I love what I do. I love coming to work every day. I love uh, marketing. I love the start to finish of a product. I love it all. Uh, 
But if somebody was to come along and buy it, we'll love that too. Hello. That too. <laughs> so for somebody who does have a goal, not even necessarily retail, but of developing a product, you mentioned, you know, uh, sourcing in China. What is your advice or something that like you wish you would have known before you made that first connection with, you know, manufacturer before you created that first glam tote? Like what would be your advice for somebody who's looking to create a product? I can actually say that, you know, I've never had a horror story when it came to suppliers. I've been with the same supplier for 13 years. He is my family now. Like we love each other. It's deep, you know, Um, but a lot of times people do ask me this question and I feel like the research of it all, you know, just making sure you research, you grow a connection, you ask for exactly what you want. Um, they are in the world of manufacturing, whatever you want to create. Hey, as long as you got the coin, they'll do it. (laughs) You know, Uh, I think a lot of times people get discouraged when it doesn't happen right away. If you could go back to the very first glam tote that I made and the ones that I have now, you'd be like, child, you were selling people that. (laughs) The evolution, the evolution. Evolution of things. It may not turn out the way you want it. You may not find the manufacturer that you want immediately, but you have to be like consistent and persistent when it comes to creating a product, getting it manufactured, all these things is not something that's going to happen like overnight. And you also don't have to like piggyback or jump on bandwagons. You see other people, I, I don't make clothing, you know, and I know that clothing brings in a lot of my friends have clothing lines and you could see something and not be ready for it yet. You get what I'm saying? Or not, or even not even have a desire for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like a lot of people see people doing things on social media and they're like, oh, I can do that too. Let me just find a man. I wonder who her manufacturer is. And then it's like the outcome that you thought that you were going to get, you're comparing it to the person that you got the idea from. It's kind of like, I don't want to do this, you know, <laughs> because you're yeah. not passionate about it. It's just about you doing something that you saw somebody else do. But when it comes to manufacturing, learn the game A to Z as much as you can. You know, even still right now, 13 years later, I'm still learning about customs and shipping. And because the bigger I get, I I get into these different dynamics. You know, it was much easier when I was shipping one box to my doorstep. And now I have a whole container coming in i have thousands of boxes coming in you know and it's still a learning game for me but if i could just say to be consistent ask for help if you know anybody that is in the game or like i said when i first started we didn't have courses and ebooks and you know seminars that'll help you do it go out and attend these things that could potentially help you but don't just sit there and take notes when you get home you got to open that notebook up and get to work Yes, and take action on those notes that you yeah. took. Yeah. Um, so that's my personal question. These uh, Glamaholic G necklaces, are they ever coming? This is a personal thing. I mean, your business. I know you be getting mad at the people when you like, this is not what we even talking about. But I just figured I would go ahead and throw that out there. You could just roll your eyes and not answer if you if you want to. It's a surprise. 
It's a surprise. Okay, you giving me hope. Okay, I was just wondering. I will hold. Listen, I'm holding on to that hope. So that's fine. I'm going to be right in line with the girls trying to get the things. Okay, so my last question, Mia, I got to get in your business a little bit. And I'm not really going to get deep. But I want to know, as a super successful, I'm already claiming that you're a household name. As you evolve, as you grow, as you become more well-known, how does that affect your dating life? Well, I've been in a relationship for four years now. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Newsflash, baby. He's behind the scenes. Got it. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we can ask that. Yeah, we've been together four years now, so it's been a good minute of, you know, but I can still comment on this because I was Mia Ray when I met him, you know. When I was I, who I was when you I, found me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was already Mia Ray, but um, I feel like I get this question a lot when it comes to like you being this strong, successful woman. Like, how does it make your your man feel? And you really have to just when it said it's somebody for everybody and my person is the person that want me ready to shine and he want to stand in the background and mind his business and go about his day you know he's not in competition with me he don't want to be me he don't want nothing that i got you know so when it comes to that you will like i've seen you find your person like i was there seeing you find your person okay i saw it so <laughs> i feel like you know watching stuff or watching people like you give so many women hope that it's possible because the world makes you feel like you have to choose between success and love. And I ain't got to choose nothing. Like I can have any and everything that I want and I, I have it, you know, but I do know that that was, that's something that, you know, I went through, I, I kissed a lot of frogs, mm -hmm. you know, Every frog ain't your friend. They don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see you rise. You know, a lot of men are insecure when you're with a woman that is successful or making more money than you or things like that. But when love is the focus, like I, I'd hate the money debates on social media. Like the, the man got to take care of me. The one, I, ooh, I can't stand it. <laughs> People who ain't it's like when you have the right person, all of those silly conversations go out the window. You ain't even worried about that type of thing. No, no this is a we thing. So it's like exactly. this is a team. So we're not against each other, we're not using each other. But I do feel like that is something that, you know, not just successful women or entrepreneurs, it's just women. It's something that, you know, is a struggle for everyone. But I definitely feel like it, it does exist. I, I hope that, you know, uh, I do give women hope. Not that I share a lot about my relationship on social media. I don't. But um, it's just in the world that we're in now, I just want some stuff to myself. Like, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I hope that women honor that. You know, I hope that women honor that, you know, that it's okay to have something sacred and you don't have to set up, prop up a phone and so, show you and your mate waking up out the bed every morning. You know, it's okay to just do whatever you want to do, whatever it is, just do that. But um, I want people to see. And there are certain things that I show that, you know, people know that I'm respected. People know that I'm loved. People know that my children are loved by this person, by, by my man, you know, and 
seeing me from day one to now, I know a lot of women are happy for me. And I, I hope that they see that, you know, it does exist. Yes. And you really can't. That's the whole Mia. When I tell you, like you said, what would you do for free? Being able to inspire people, being able to have these conversations for black women who are really like starting to lose faith, whether it's making the money or getting the honey or both. You know, <laughs> it's like this is what does it for me. This is really, truly what does it for me. What what really makes my spirit feel like, girl, you you're doing what you were sent here to do, because right. so many of us get distracted and lose faith and lose sight of what's possible for us. So I appreciate you um, just just all that you do to inspire the girls the girls who you know don't have people around them that are cheering them on or don't have people around them that are examples of what's possible you yeah. are literally showing the little black girls that it truly can happen if you are willing to work for it so i appreciate you spending some time with us let the people know i'm gonna go ahead and scroll it on the bottom now y'all can log on i don't know if you're gonna be able to get anything because she'll be acting <laughs> Why not for the text messages though? Because that's that's the real game right there. Is get on the text list. How can they get on this list so that they can hope and pray for one of these bags? <laughs> well, I have a website full of inventory. I mean, sometimes what drops stuff does sell out really quick. Uh -huh. I have yeah. a whole website full. So if you go to glamaholiclifestyle.com, you can sign up to uh, receive emails and text messages. So you will always be in the know of everything and the times that stuff happens. But I'm okay, it's, 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 I got plenty of yeah. Okay, okay, okay. She got some stuff for y'all. Go check it out and add it to the collection. Yeah. Like, even if you don't need something new, know that you are supporting um, a real person, somebody who um, is not just doing it um, for the coin, but, you know, she use all the coins. So go on and slide them her way. Listen, I appreciate you, Mia. It's always a pleasure being able to connect you um, and share my platform with you. So thank you for being a part of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. And thank y'all for tuning in, tapping in another bomb ass episode with a baddie who got that bag. See you <laughs> next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.